0: Alright, alright. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. I'm trying to get situated here. There we go. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Um, Things might be changing just slightly. Not too much. I want to... I've been really kind of thinking about the show and the direction of it and um, growing wise and the vision for it and stuff like that. And um, I really want to make make the show as personalized as possible. Um, and I realize in a lot of ways that there's a lot of times where I feel like I'm not um, just being myself and I'm trying to do my very best to be open and come out of my shell cuz doing this kind of stuff it's it's really not even everybody's uh niche but uh, it's it's definitely not even mine cuz I'm already kind of socially awkward as it is but I just really enjoy um doing this and the idea of making it more, more just me more of who I am, you know, um, not saying making it all about me, but making it more personalized as far as my true values, my true opinions, my true thoughts, everyday life, that sort of thing. And I just want to be totally and completely open and try my best to come out of my shell as much as possible but it's kind of tough i don't i don't i don't know if it's like if it's well, which one is it is it introvert extrovert whatever but i'm i'm one of those where i have a hard time coming out of my shell but um yes yeah, small changes possibly coming but it's just my way of expressing more of who i am and trying to um be more open with that but without further ado, um this topic is pretty important to me, honestly, because as I, as I get older, I was going to already be some people going, how old is he What 24? That's not old at all. That's definitely not old. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm old and wise. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not like 60 or 70. Not that that's old, but, uh, I know to a lot of other folks, I, if I talk about getting older and you're talking about being under under 30 or even under 40, it's like, yeah, you're just a little pup. You're just a little baby. And I I agree to that to an extent. Because I'm definitely not old. I know I'm not old, but I know I'm getting older. I'm not a kid anymore. You know, I'm not a teenager anymore. And I'm kind of basically out of that phase even of being a young adult, you know, 24 going on 25 in less than a year. Um, that's halfway to 30 and I am getting older, you know, and the stuff I see in our culture and in our society, um, Though it's only from the perspective of 24 years of life or maybe more realistically, probably like 20 years of life. Because that's probably when you really start to see things is when you're kind of a kid. And even with my childhood and stuff is I'm realizing more and more, especially from what I see is is we have a huge problem in our society and in, in leadership. Um, hence the title of the episode, um, Failed Leadership Culture. I really think that we have an epidemic of failed leadership. And what I mean by that is we have a lot of people that... Um, Around us in our life, that sort of thing, um, whether, whether they're um, prominent influencers or teachers or even people in our life that really push us to be better, all around from uh, for the direction that we're going and I truly believe that we we are in a state of failed leadership. There's a lot of I, I mean I I still see a lot of really good leaders out there. I really do. I see a lot of people that man, I would take their advice any day, you know, and um when I look at how they present themselves and how they own things and not materialistic things, but how they own their responsibility, how they own their mistakes and how they um, hold themselves. There's so many people that I look up to in that sort of manner where I'm like, that's, that's a leader. And these are things that I, I would consider to be leaders. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a parent or a guardian, or a boss, a CEO, a ministry, pastor, um, influencer. Like, whatever your position is, we all have the potential to be leaders, but um, I think our direction is really lacking. Um, I've seen... I seen like this picture or this post the other day, my wife had posted it. it. It says something along the lines of a good a good leader is a good servant. I think is what, it, is what the post said. But it's so powerful because we don't have that a lot or we barely have that at all in our culture. We barely have any leaders anymore that understand not only what being a leader really means, but taking on the position of... Uh, servant as well, and you can see its effects because because it's, it's like a ripple effect in our society. It really is, and it's it's not only affecting like it's it's largely affecting the youth more than anything. It's really affecting the youth. It's also affecting the older generations for sure. But we're talking about the future of our the future of our society, you know, our, our youth, our kids. And again, you know, you could say you're only 24. You don't understand, or you're, you are the youth. I mean, I'm, I was, I feel part of that generation where now I'm getting ready to be part of creating the next generation, you know, and I'm, I'm in the season of my life where Without kids at the age of 24, I'm just doing my very best to learn and to grow and to learn how to be a leader in my own household, learn how to be a leader in marriage, to learn how to be a leader to myself and to other people. It, it's a process, you know, and without the leadership qualities, we see it drastically affecting the youth, the younger generations. You really do. I mean, some of the stuff that we see is just so out there and it's so, I don't understand a lot of it. I don't think anyone understands a lot of it. And what I mean by that is (laughs) it's, it's hard and sad to laugh at, at, at this kind of stuff because you wouldn't, or I wouldn't really think that this is where it's come to. Like like what do they call it? Drag shows and stuff like that for little kids, and the environment that these children are exposed to. It 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 seems unreal to me. It it, it just does, and it's 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 sad. It really is. It's sad for a lot of reasons for these kids. Um, I mean, drag shows are one thing. We're we I. <laughs> I truly believe that there's so much trauma that's going on in these kids' lives, and it's so intentional, as far as what I can see. Especially when you're exposed, when when our culture is promoting this lifestyle of, um, basically being so open with your children, not to the point of a uh, healthy exposure to. Uh, topics of like sex and um understanding identity or things like that but I think with the epidemic that we're in I mean for real though a serious opinion I really believe that we forgot what a kid's mentality is a kid's mentality is exploring a kid's mentality is learning and growing Half the stuff that comes out of a kid's mind is non-filtered. Kids are some kids are the rudest. <laughs> Not like they're trying to be, but they're just no filter. You know what I mean? Like you, you either have the shy kids, kind of like I was, or you have the kids that just talk and they just they'll say whatever. And when we think that kids are old enough or aware enough to make decisions about their gender or their orientation, whatever the case is, that's a dangerous route. That's a really dangerous route. It's crazy to me that we are more than willing in like public schools, we are more than willing to um, discuss these topics with kids, but we're not willing to like prepare them for the world. I mean, I don't know how many of my classmates I've talked to or people around the same age as me that also went to public school that said that they just weren't prepared for real world situations. They weren't prepared, like they weren't shown the ropes on how to just be an adult. Our education consisted of preparing for college and getting really as book smart as possible. But when it came to, like, when when you graduate high school and who knows where God is going to lead you in your life, where he's going to call you to and where you're going to end up, whether it's directly in college or, I mean, you, you're going to have to move out at some point. You're going to have to um, become that adult at some point, right? And real world situations means you're going to have to learn how to deal with money, your own money. You're going to have to learn how to pay bills, um, taxes, resumes, jobs. Oh, my goodness, the list can go on and on. And there are some classes that they offer in um, in school. There are some classes that they offer. I, I took marketing class. But it was for, like, literally, like, I think it was, like, two or three years of school. So, I mean, it taught me very, very little. My My opinion on high school is honestly this. You got four years, right, four years. You're a you freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, senior year. You got four years before you graduate and you're an 18 year old or unless, I don't know that they got this thing, like you can graduate earlier, but in all reality, you got, you got four years before you become a legal adult, essentially, where you can move out you can start your own life, and you can do your own thing. Within those four years, I think there needs to be like a full focus on learning real-world stuff outside of just the classic algebra, outside of the classic science classes and that kind of stuff. Like, it, like we should be learning about how to really live an adult life. Like really, and the hone, like like we should really be honing in on what the kid is aspiring to do. And they mentioned that, but it's more of like, you're still gonna have to take these recommended classes while you're trying to figure yourself out, while you're trying to figure out who you wanna be when you grow up. And with little little focus on, oh, by the way, at some point in your life, you're going to have to buy a house. At some point in your life, you're going to have to take out a loan. At some point in your life, you're going to have to learn how to buy a car, pay bills. Jeez, I mean, stuff that adults do quite often, I mean, not quite often buy a house, but quite often you're paying bills, quite often. You are—you're doing things in life that you—it feels like you can never catch up on. And I wonder if you're taught these skills at a younger age, teenage years specifically, that you would be so much like ahead of the game at least. Like, oh, I learned how to do this. I know how to take out a loan. I know how to organize in some way, shape, or form. I know how to structure my finances. Google becomes your best friend after after high school, especially if if no one in your circle is really street smart. You know what I mean? Because you, you got to learn it somehow. You got to. But going back to it, like I mean, failed leadership culture is really this. It's what what are we doing to prepare our next generation? I mean, look at us. We're still trying to figure out who we are. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's a normal thing. But we're looking even farther back. We're looking at kids who are right now growing up, the kids that are right now going through their childhood, and it's not pretty. Not trying to spark judgment, but seriously, doesn't look pretty. I mean, I just talked about some of the stuff that they're being exposed to in public school alone. And no, I don't have kids. You know, so people out there are going to be like, you don't have kids? You don't know. I don't know what it's like to raise a kid. I don't even know what it's like to have a kid. I mean, hopefully one day I'll get the opportunity to do it, God willing. That's the plan, anyway, you know? But I know what I see, and I know what I hear. And I'm not saying for parents that it's like all parents out there, or most parents, hey, you should listen to me because I'm the most qualified person. No, 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 no. I'm just talking about the stuff I see and the stuff I hear. So no, I don't have a kid, so don't take this for, for gospel truth by all means. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is this is stuff that I hear. This is stuff that I see. The stuff that I hear and the stuff that I see is it's very, very obvious that this next generation of kids are growing up on phones. They're growing up on the internet. They're growing up on social media. Kids. Not teenagers. Kids. Five years old. Sometimes younger than that. Ten-year-olds. And for everyone over the age... hmm, Over the age of... I want to say 22, but... Say if you were born after like, I don't know, 2001, 2002-ish. Like you were, you you got to grow up uh, or, or you got to grow up in like the 2000s, not the 2010s, the 2000s or maybe in the 90s. Some of you go farther back than that, you know. What did you grow up on? I guarantee you it wasn't a phone. Maybe the phones were starting to come out. But you weren't growing up on no phone. <laughs> you know what I mean. You were growing up on making mud pies. <laughs> you were growing up on uh uh you you were growing up on on doing your own version of what are the, some of these YouTube guys that do all this crazy parkour stuff? I mean, you get the gesture. You were growing up doing that without the YouTube. And without filming yourself, you were just going out there and just doing this stuff and avoiding death, avoiding broken bones. Sometimes your childhood experiences consisted of growing up without a screen on your face, without um, outside influences like, like, like influencers influencing you every second of the day. Yeah, you. Grew up on TV, but it was a much, it was a much dim, it was a much different uh, way of life than it is today. We we are in a culture flat out being truthful. We are living in a culture. We're living in a society where the parents aren't raising their kids. TikTok is. Facebook is, Instagram is, Snapchat is, and then you're wondering what's wrong with your kid. (laughs) They have zero respect for you. You know what I mean? They don't listen to you. They're in their own world. They're doing their own things. Their ideas came from someone else. Well, yeah, they came from someone else. That's who's raising them. That's who told them to do this. It's become... It's, it's, it's quite literally become an epidemic. Because families aren't even being families anymore. People... People aren't even being people anymore. We all have our identity sucked into a world of internet. Your identity becomes Facebook, your identity becomes any other social media platform. And it's the same thing with the kids. They're not they're not growing up in a world where they don't have to worry about their image based off of likes or reactions, views, subscribers. But they're more focused more than Ever, a kid's conscience is so concerned about being accepted by by um, by what's influencing them, and where's the leaders? The leaders are on their phones. <laughs> the leaders are on their phones living out their internet lives. I don't think we realize where this has gotten to, you know? I mean, there was once a time just a few short years ago, maybe more than a few short years ago, I think this really honestly got even worse during the pandemic because during COVID, there was nothing to do for most of us. And so the very people that were very much so complaining about the internet and social media and how it's destroying people's lives and you know these kids' lives—they're just so sucked into these phones. The older folks—they're really like honed in on like, oh, the internet is bad. The internet's there's no life on that phone. And then they kind of fell into that. And now everybody's on it. And you have a very, like, I don't even want to know the statistic. You probably got like 2%, maybe 5% of people who don't live that kind of life. They're still living life as normal without the consistent need to check Facebook every two seconds. Failed leadership culture, man. We don't have leaders anymore. We got celebrities. We got influencers. We got people that sure know how to give advice. We got a lot of people that know how to just throw out advice all over the place. But what does that mean? (laughs) No one is leading anyone anymore. No one's leading anyone anymore. If it's not about a spotlight, it's all about being poor me. It's all about being a victim. And that's what uh, that is what these young kids are learning. Who's leading them? Well, oh, you already know the answer to that. We already went over that. TikTok should not be raising your kid clearly 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 man and I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying this is all dynamics I'm not saying that this is all parents I'm not saying this is all leaders I I did say there are still some very powerful leaders out there. My issue and what I see is because of where our culture has went and our society is went those leaders are being drowned out <clears throat> excuse me are being drowned out by everyone else if someone doesn't like your idea if someone doesn't like the way you're raising your kids if someone doesn't like how you're leading your pack your family then what you get canceled you you get labeled this horrible, horrible person. God forbid your ideas go farther than the internet. Actually, no, no, no. For God forbid your ideas of leadership qualities go into your very own children. And that's a disgrace to me. I think it's terrible that parents aren't empowered anymore to lead their own children, their own families. And I think men in this day and age are terrified of doing that. Some men, some men still go for it, some men are a little overboard. Is what it is. Right? But but I think men are are scared to really be leaders anymore. And I mean, it's a it's a scared world out there. Culture, society, for men to be men, for men to be leaders, the leaders that they were created to be. God created men to be leaders. I mean, go look at it, Genesis, all the way back in Genesis, before the fall of humanity, men were created to be leaders. They said God put them in the garden to work it and take care of it. But what are you supposed to do as a man, as a supposed leader of your family and your children when you are concerned about some of your child's ideas, things that they're hearing in school, and things that are probably confusing them and they don't understand yet? And you are not allowed to put in your input because someone else is coming in and interfering without you. Because apparently you have no business to. You won't understand. It's a tough day and age to be a leader. Tough day and age. Because if you're, if you want to be a leader and your ideas, And your way of leading doesn't follow um, the way society and culture is operating and what they want to pursue, then you're in bad luck. Because now it's an uphill battle. There is no open mind anymore. There's... No one wants to hear or learn or grow in any way anymore. If you have a different way of doing things, no, we don't want to hear about it because you don't understand. No, we don't want to know about your experiences. We don't want to know um, anything other than what we think we know. We can't grow. We can't learn because we refuse any other input. We refuse people that disagree with us. That's, that's, the, that's the society we live in right now. People that refuse to listen and take advice from people that disagree with them. And again, that's going to come down to affect the younger generations because of failed leadership culture. Leadership comes in the form of someone who's willing to be a servant, really. But also, a leader is someone who is consistently willing to grow, willing to learn. And most importantly, they're They own their mistakes. And they can see their bad qualities. And they're willing to learn about themselves. They're willing to learn new and different ways of doing things. This isn't 2000 anymore. This isn't the 90s anymore. This is the 2020s. But there is still an element of... Growing and learning that we need to incorporate before we just stop learning and stop growing. It may not be the same way of life. It may not be the same culture. It may not be the same society. It, we're, we're talking 20 some years. And people are finding out more about their mental health and other things and probably ever before. And that's a good thing. But we are using our findings in the wrong ways. We're, we're using these things to learn how to become victims and how to not learn from the stuff and grow from it and move on and teach the younger generations how to deal with this stuff. That's what it's all about, teaching the younger generations how to learn from the stuff that you learned from. But when you're treating it kind of like a party, when you're treating, you're turn, we're, we're turning a child's environment into a place of confusion. Children that are already in the mind frame of imagination, where the imagination runs wild, nothing like being a kid. I think everyone wants to go back to being a kid no stress in the world but your your just imagination is it, it's there it's vivid you're learning how to be creative you're just a kid and in a way that's being taken away from these kids really it is whether it's ideas that are being infiltrated from their their leaders whoever that may be nowadays or or its life on a phone rather than memories, memories that we all have, right? We grew up, I grew up in the 2000s, born in 99, grew up in the 2000s, but I have memories. I have real, legit memories, not, not, you know, how many Facebook friends I had when I was five years old or how much YouTube I watched when I was a kid, but legitimate memories and life-learning moments that I took with me into teenage years and into adult years, stuff that I can look back on and realize that is what childhood was all about. Failed leadership culture. We need to pick it up. We need to pick up the slack and we need to take responsibility by the horns again because this younger generation is going to need it more than ever. They need it right now. They need it. They don't have it. They need it. I think some people need to take the phones away from these kids on, you know, once in a while. Sure, it's a different era. We're in the area of technology there is no question about that but that doesn't need to be your life especially a kid you need to learn how to be a kid right now and it's not on the phone it's not on social media look at the adults that use social media on the regular we're jacked up (laughs) we're so jacked up i I, i'm more concerned about the freaking likes and subscribers and followers than I should be. I should be more concerned about my marriage. I should be more concerned about growing myself and doing things that are mentally growing and strengthening rather than, oh, what's on Facebook? Oh, what's on Instagram? That's garbage, man. That's fake. We need real. And we need leaders. Legitimate leaders. We need to grow, we need to learn, and we need to do it quick, because if we don't realize this soon enough, we're gonna have a lot more problem on our hands with the younger generation than what we think. Well, let's let's take this into perspective: a a failed leadership culture, and I'll probably just hit the tip of the topic of so much more that needs to be discussed but I hope we got the idea across and maybe we'll touch more into this in the future but with all that being said I'm looking to bring positive change, I'm looking to be more personalized with my work and content and I'm looking to bring more to the table personalized material for you guys going forward but until next time, you know, we'll keep the content rolling out and follow the podcast so you don't miss any of it. Um, Download and share this episode by all means if you want. And I will see you next time on the next episode. All right. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. Bye.